0: Hey, and we're back with another episode of the Youth Ministry Booster Podcast. Hang out in the garage. My name is Zach Workin. This is my best friend. I'm Chad Higgins. Hey buddy. Welcome to the Ice Cave. (laughs) Somebody wrote in and said it looks like y'all are hanging out in like the Fortress of Solitude, and I just want to show I, I want to show some appreciation for the you know the old DC Comics Superman Little dig Superman yeah I don't know if that was like intentionally a dig but I, I, I I'm gonna celebrate it I'm gonna celebrate it so it is chillier now uh, we do record from the garage uh, so the uh, the hoodie and 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 overshirt are not just. For fashion, they're also for function. It's chilly out
1: here. I prefer the winter over the summer months of recording. Fair enough. By quite a bit. <laughs> i much rather layer up than shed down.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, I would yeah. much
1: rather just be cold than be hot, yeah. right?
0: Always, always. There's so many more cool jackets that we could just put on and wear. So, uh, yeah. So, for anybody that's watching backlogs of episodes that are like, man, look, all the changing clothes, it's it's happening it's happening because it's
1: happening in real time. So real people. Um, one of the other things about colder weather that I thoroughly enjoy is um, the food that comes along with it. Oh. There is. Like there a is good a mix
0: soup of, or a good crock pot. Dude, is there anything better than warm soup belly? Uh, warm chili belly. Warm chili belly. Oh, indeed. Mm. Warm chili belly. That's Forget the turkey, forget the ham. I'm here for warm chili All belly. All right, so
1: con- l- let's, let's just start this episode off in controversy.
0: <laughs> just going to divide the room? You're just going to go ahead and divide the room? Are
1: you a beans or no beans chili guy? Beans. I'll
0: say it. I'll I'll say it to the whole I'll say it to the whole room. It's beans. It's the best possible thing apart from cheese and mustard you could put on chili.
1: Why do you have to put mustard on literally everything you do? <laughs>
0: what are you talking about? Mustard's delicious. It's low calorie, it's natural. It's in the Bible. Mustard's amazing. Like let your faith grow.
1: I mean, Jesus' representation of mustard is in a small amount. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, that was the whole but point. it's so
0: mighty, right? It's such a mighty flavor. Just let it cut through. No, I, uh, beans on chili for me. Uh, and typically, I'm just here for the Wolf brand. Like, keep it simple. Keep oh, it real. Yeah, no, no, I'm done. Um, where, what camera do I look at for a new host? You just got to apply for a new host. Hey,
1: uh, make sure to reach out to me. You can contact me at chad.higgins at lifeway.com. That is my real email. <laughs> I am currently looking for a new co-host. for new host. Stop moving. <laughs> cameras on me. Where do I look? I need someone different to set in this chair. Um, I'm going to need somebody with a little bit of knowledge and how to work the board because I have no idea, but we can have a good time. We have a good time and
0: bean-free chili. <laughs> what do you do? What's Okay, if it's not beans, cheese, mustard, and wolf brand, what is the Higgins house doing that's so superior in their chili? Okay,
1: I'm fine with beans. Okay. Okay. Um... Now, per- perfect, like, if I'm going, like, old school, if I want, like, authentic chili, then yes, I believe it's no beans. Okay. Uh, being a guy in South. Okay. Close to Texas. I can
0: respect that the bean-free chili is a vintage pick, but a personal pick, I think it would be. Okay, so so vintage chili, no beans. But what, I like a you good doing?
1: bean. I like okay. a good, like, chili bean in my chili. Um, But I'm definitely not going mustard. Oh. <sighs> Um I want so I am the sour cream guy. Okay, okay. A um, little
0: baked potato bar. Baked <laughs> <laughs> potato. Slice that bad boy open, chili up them taters. <laughs> but you can
1: you cannot even say that like when you're thinking about chili, that Wolf Brand is like an acceptable. Sunscreen. I didn't. I didn't say it's the best,
0: but in our household, that's what we go. It's a comfort food. It's like when the the, the flavors of Wolf Brand bring me comfort. Comfort. Food. Bring me comfort. I, <laughs>
1: wolf Brand chili is what I imagine me like surviving on in the apocalypse. It's the end of the world. Yeah, like me and my, my literal hunting wolf and my Wolf Brand chili. That's fine. Okay, okay I got to tell this story. I, I, whether or not I should like release names or not. I don't okay. know. Um, I have a friend um, who once came over to my house, and he was like, you have anything to eat? And I was like, yeah, dude, go help yourself. You know, there, there's a kitchen. There's stuff in the pantry. Yeah, like I'm not going to cook you something. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But help yourself. Rustle up whatever you can find. Anything you want in there. And we just grocery shop. Like, there are enough options for sure. He went into our pantry, Okay. He comes back into the living room. I think I'm watching, like, a Red Sox game or something. He comes back into my living room. Wolf brand chili can in hand. Okay. He went full can? But he's eating it cold. Oh. oh, oh, Like, Cold
0: out the can chili. Yes. I'm like, what kind of hobo are you? You You name this person (laughs) and we post their photo online. Where, Drew, you know (laughs) who you are true gross gross yeah uh that oh is he was he okay i mean was he going through a rough time maybe maybe okay you know but hashtag pray for drew right like (laughs) just put it in a bowl and warm it up yeah like there's a microwave cold not even like it was like prepared oh i can't even imagine just
1: spooning it
0: i can't straight out of the scenario it's not even cold it's room temp
1: chili oh that feels worse and then when i brought it up he acted like— You were their guilty party? Like, what do you mean? Oh, like my gosh. Dude, uh, that's like—that wow. re- is like—honestly, I'll be honest. I think that is a label on the outside of the can away from just straight up eating dog food. <laughs> that, that's an easy late-night pantry confusion where you ate kibble.
0: I mean, that is legitimately— And I don't yeah, think you would know until the you next morning. Know. I, I don't know if room temp chili versus dog food is discernible.
1: That's a that's a student ministry game though that oh, people good. would do back in the nineties. That is that that's actually the
0: nineties uh, um, as a meme. Uh, yeah, which can is it? Doesn't matter. We're gonna play the game. Yeah, like bring your canned food drive. Oops, somebody brought dog food. Congratulations, we got a game going. I've never almost kicked somebody out of my house more. <laughs> like, yeah, like he wants to come over again. What was is he, is he? What do you ever go to his house and have snacks? Because that's just terrifying. I'm afraid.
1: I'm afraid, I'm afraid of what it, it might
0: be. <laughs> Well, speaking of things we take for granted, uh, so we're going to spend the next few episodes, if you're jumping in, in a series, talking about relationships. One of the things that I think for a lot of folks, maybe they're doing wrong, <laughs> like room temperature chili and didn't even know it, is the relational opportunities that happen when we gather weekly. I think every youth ministry of folks that we work with and talk to, there's some kind of weekly gathering, whether it's like the weekend, Sunday, midweek, it's It's good for us to be in the habit of meeting together, but there, I think, in the places that we've visited, the folks that we've talked to, some missed opportunities or some low-hanging fruit, either for you, youth minister, or some of your volunteers, to make relational connections throughout what you're doing beyond the just like, Planned. Hey, we're going to have small group relationship relationship connection time. I think I think there's a lot of ministries more than would care to admit that a lot of their relationship time happens when it's planned, and we don't always know what to look for in some of these other moments. So, Chad, walk us through some of the things we were talking before the show started about seeing with fresh eyes. I think that's one of the things we've got to see relational opportunities with fresh eyes because some of us have been in it so long, the things that were obvious are no longer obvious to us. And Mm -hmm. so therefore we can't always help our leaders or our leadership students.
1: So the first thing, and and a lot of this episode, just to like bring it in, I think we talk about the normal Wednesday night. Yeah. Your midweek hang or or our Sunday hang or whatever the youth time is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, One of the things that I would point out, first and foremost, that I think uh, many of us can get into the bad habit of is still working on the ministry close to the time of start. Okay. Like, if you're still setting up and getting ready and getting the game ready, and you have students there that are also not, like, worker students, right, that maybe aren't on your leadership team, yeah. that you needed them to come in early, um, I think that's a missed opportunity.
0: You're you're, cut, you're cutting your own legs out because you're not giving yourself the bandwidth of when it could happen. Like, you thought 6.30 needs to be ready well before 6, right. not 6.25. Yeah.
1: Well, and I, I think there's sometimes, and there are hard decisions. Or even the night before, yeah, yeah. There, there are hard decisions that have to be made. Sure, because of the importance of relationship um, and and this one's gonna maybe step on some toes okay um but I and I'm not saying that it's one way or another. hear me out on that um, but I definitely think it's something to consider. there are so many youth pastors that are also leading their own worship team. Yeah. And that are having to do like sound guy greedy or play all, in the band. Yeah. And I actually think that you are missing a lot of relational opportunity yeah. when students are gathering in your lobby, hang out time, because you have those responsibilities. Sure. To the point that I would like if if I were your, you know, family ministry person, person over, yeah, yeah. I would be asking that question to my student minister of going. Hey, I, I see your value in this. Yeah, and you, I know and you enjoy doing it. it like, I get
0: most of the guys that are doing it enjoy doing it, right. or it's like a passion, or it's like a double dip of blessing
1: and gifts. Yeah. Well, and even the reality of the fact that you are the one leading it <sighs> may make the quality much better. Sure, like you help make it better. But yeah, but is what you're giving up for that time worth it? <sighs> Yeah. And that's, that's hard. It's and a that's real question. That, that's not an easy, like you should or shouldn't do it. Right. But you need to be thinking about like, is me being in the band running this element yeah. beforehand when students are coming in, like, is that the best place for me? Yeah. Because the reality of it is this, um, new students that come into that time, I've never I have not I've not seen statistics with student ministry. I know this to be true with adults, and okay. so I assume there's at least ties or yeah. correlation. Um before the first song ever even happens on a Sunday morning with adults, before the service even begins, if you're new to that church, um, you know whether or not you're planning on coming back. Okay. Before the service ever even started. You're
0: deciding before the sermon if we'll be back here or not. Correct. uh, It's real. And I I think the thing that I would want to make sure and double down on is you can't be relational in the rooms that you're not in. Sure of your own effort. We'll talk about in a minute how that gets qualified later. And so one of the things that you may find is, I love this worship team. I got to spend time with them. And that's good. And for the four to six of them that you spend a lot of time with, but if you're occupying yourself with that group of folks that are always occupied in that place, in that room, in that stage or environment, you are limiting, you're multiplying impact through other students or leaders that might be available. Yeah. And and again, yes, quality always, committed to excellence, we're here for it. But maybe not every week we have songs if they're not ready, or maybe we... Do a few less songs to have more time or maybe trust that they will grow in their giftings or find extra help outside of yourself so you can be where you need to be. Right. And that's our permission to share and give.
1: Well, and, and what I would say, too, is this, and it gets to our next point, is you can be in that space yeah, if you have system and structure and leaders yes. prepared that you trust that can be yeah. – in the rooms that you're not in. So you mentioned before the the episode, we were talking, and and I was kind of thinking through this for myself over the years, of there are best places to even think through for your volunteer leaders, like... Where do we want to be in the room? And so when we talk about relationship, now I know everybody's room's different. They have different things. Sometimes when we say
0: different rooms, it's just parts of the same room. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. So give me the most amazing hallway ever. Give me
1: some examples when you're when you're thinking through encouraging training leaders on a normal Wednesday night or Sunday for most student ministries. Yeah, what would be places that you would encourage and how would you encourage those volunteer leaders?
0: The first thing I would share is this is the best way to talk about how you're recruiting leaders for help. I think sometimes we just recruit leaders in mass to be in a room. I think there's two things to think about. Like, one, who are the leaders that we have or we are recruiting? And then part of recruiting them isn't just their assignment middle school guys or high school girls or whatever the teaching mentoring like like group that you're gifting to them but where's the best possible spot to connect with them in the places that we have set up If we have those places set up, like this is the, okay, we have a youth space room, it's a classroom, it's a building, it's a gym, even if it's temporary portable stuff that we have to set up and tear down every week, where is the large group active thing? the basketball, the football, the gaga ball. Like we gotta have something that's big and active for the students that really crave that. Where is the like intimate connective thing? Where is the card game, the board game? Maybe it's like coloring sheets or for some groups it may even be like, Knitting or crocheting, like that's a thing. Like knitting circles, they're back, man. <laughs> it may not be your thing, but for somebody, it might be a thing. And for your students, where is the like conversation thing? Where's the table and the coffee? Uh, where's the tea bar? Where's the place that people can sit and talk? Um, or or where's or where the the digital stuff? Where's where the video games? Where's the I don't know the VR headset that everybody's laughing? Look at that guy or whatever. Like, wh- wh- what are the different things that students could be possibly into or attached to? And then where are the leaders? that could be a part of those things that are happening pre, and this sounds like more work because it is, but these pre things, these gathered things in their own multiplicity are the fun that we talked about a few episodes ago, but they're also the built-in connection points for different kinds of leaders to connect with all kinds of students. Because
1: you back in the day, you would have like, a, a person that was like overboard games 100 and sometimes that was shift but part of our
0: pre-huddle was like who has what and so like Cameron was in charge of giant uno and Tiffany was in charge of the coffee bar and so there was a little bit of cross training between stuff but we had the nine square the video game wall a couple big board games we had the coffee bar we had the couch area for like the kids that didn't know where else to go and we would just plant leaders there they were our most like conversational and extroverted that like kids coming in so more than just greeters at the door we had like plants in the room and this might even extend for some of you like man, i don't have enough adult leaders for that you might have enough high school or older student leaders for some of those things and man what a gift for one of your gamer guys or girls to be in charge of running the impromptu mario kart tournament beforehand yep. or your th- w- what a way to to get your athletes there if like hey man before we start tonight we're going to do a little shoot around about. Basketball stuff yeah. and I'm gonna give whoever wins gotcha a gift card or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: So speaking of specifically of students and relational that that was but a, plans and purposes. Like there are there
0: are there are people that aren't just like in the room and we're hoping for the best. We are like training on like no 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 no, you're set up here giant Uno cards, and it's not just the game. You are like barking, calling, beckoning, like, come play, we need two more, we need two more. And you make it that like intentionally a little bit. Crank the volume, crank the dial to get them involved and connected. Well,
1: so that was one of one of the things that we did with our leadership students is we moved all adults away from the door. Yeah. Okay. Um, because, A kid friendly door. I like that. So, yeah. Um, because when, before we really started thinking through that, of just like we had leaders there on Wednesday night. Yeah. My least just a crowd of adults. <laughs> are like teenagers in here. That's that's lands weird. Yeah, well, yeah. but you would if if you don't. For a lot of adults, if you don't give them clear expectations of right, where, right, they will bunch. Yes, right. Yes. And so the back of the room, the front of the house, like w-
0: wherever they can be, with other adults. Well, yeah.
1: so for my teams, what I saw is for a lot of adults that sign up to serve, if it's not clear, they mm-hmm. believe they they've got to be doing something.
0: Yes. Yeah. And so we had
1: a whole check-in process. Okay. So naturally they would roll into those roles. Because
0: that was something to be done. It was something yeah, to be okay. done. Okay. Right?
1: And so, or like, I'm going to work the snack shack or yeah. those kind of yeah. things. And so they they naturally fit themselves into Because they want to do something. They don't want to just come stand around. Because for most people, they don't realize the benefit of the relational connection. Yeah. It, that doesn't specifically, and not to be a gender thing, but for, specifically for a lot of guys,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: they're doers, right? And yeah. so it's like, I'm not going to just walk around this room and randomly talk to kids. Yeah,
0: yeah. But
1: if you can— <laughs> It goes
0: sh- against everything else I've been trained against to do. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, just walk up and talk to random teenagers. Nope, not going to do not that. Not going to do that. But in this
1: environment, we have a plan. Well, but when you can set them at the nine square yeah. and you're going, okay, I need you to police this game. Yeah. But your main goal is not to police the game. Yeah. Your main goal is to connect, get to know students names, see the students that aren't connected yeah, and get them more connected. And so you can have eyes around the room if the big goals are we want people we want our students to be known and we want to be looking out for wallflowers. yeah. the other, the other side and you mentioned extroverts, I think you've got to be intentional to have enough introverted okay. leaders okay. also on your team that you're thinking through, hey, you know, Zach, yeah. and this is definitely not you, but right. let's imagine yeah. you're the introvert now yeah. for me to just get to say to you, hey, I don't need you to be the barker. Right. Hey, you're the best I know Yeah. at creating intentional, unique conversations with a small group. Yeah. Can you be that – have your, you know, eyes out for those students that they're a little nervous to be there, make them feel welcome. Yep. But – it's good. We moved all of our students to that welcome space. Yeah, front load the kids. The Great thing about them is they're the opposite of adults. Okay. That they, if you don't give them a job, they will just hang. They'll just hang. They're here to hang, um, <laughs> which is a gift. It is a gift. But making sure that they had unique roles in our check-in process, yes. was so good because they brought a lot of energy to the front of the, to the front of the check-in. Yeah. It gave them defined roles of you. You needed to make sure that all of these name tag things were mm-hmm. handed out, all that kind of stuff. That's easy to identify, easy to train on, and so those
0: are great. Wow. And I know for some folks listening it sounds like a lot of work just to make a weekly gathering happen. It's not all gonna the change be made at once. I think the the little things as you're listening, if this is not a part of your rhythm to think through, are gathering up with your leaders before you start, having enough bandwidth to rally and focus either that day or you know, over a Zoom call before or the Sunday before the Wednesday, everybody that's showing up should know their assignment. To to use the language, they should know that, like, I'm here to show up and do this more than just the questions you send out. What's the space that I can occupy a part of our relational system to make those meaningful
1: connections? Well, everybody wants to grow. Yes. And nobody's willing to admit that the structure you currently have is the number of students.
0: The, stru- the Where you're at is perfectly suited for the structure you've created. We, we, we fill spaces. Like one of the things that the more we do this and we hear from folks, people fill the capacity, the relational or physical space and the ways in which it's designed. And so there may be a little work that we've got to do, to take it back a few notches to figure out what we don't have or don't do that we might need to do. And as mechanical as that sounds, those are the moves, the thoughts, and the stratagems it takes to make relational stuff happen and flourish and grow. It will feel organic, but there was a plan. There was always a plan.
1: All right, last relational space that I want to talk about. Okay. And you know this is a soapbox for me. Okay, it's coming. Okay, here it comes. I think. I think my observation over the years is far too many youth ministers are staying inside the room or inside their building at the end of the night. Yes. And I think you are missing an opportunity to relationally connect with moms and dads out in the parking lot that are picking up their kids.
0: And the same, so I was about to say it earlier when you said front-loading students on the welcome team. I think you need to uh, uh, load up Amazing relational adult leaders on the exit team because Mm -hmm. the the best thing that students want to see when they show up is friendly faces. The best thing that parents want to show up when they pick their kid up is adult faces. Oh, they were really well supervised and here's the small group leader that was with my son or daughter as opposed to like, they keep talking about Dan. I've never seen Dan. What's a Dan? But Dan's out in the parking Uh lot. He's shaking hands. Like that's the win for both the group, the ministry, and especially You, I get it. You want to get cleaned up, you want to get out of there, or that one student has your attention, set an appointment for later. Don't miss those easy moments. Of a few minutes with parents that may or may not need you fully, but the awareness and the relationship building, because it's slow, building, it it, is building. It takes time, it takes effort, it takes energy. Find yourself very visible in the exit strategy and not buried behind the soundboard because there was a technical issue and you're trying to fix it right now. It'll keep, but the parents coming and going to pick up their students will not maximize that moment 100%.
1: And little secret. Along the way, um, if you have an important announcement that you're trying to get out, you're not going to hit every parent. Right, right, right. Because you've got driving students and all right. that kind of stuff. But the flyer that yeah. you hand them to take home, <laughs> for every seventh grader, it's not going home. Is that I, You home? just need to know that. <laughs> it's going it. between the cushions of the couch. Right. At best, it's going back
0: pocketed jeans, getting washed.
1: Right. Washed. But if you're out there connecting with every parent you can yeah and giving that parent the flyer um you are your communication is so much better i promise you if
0: than, you're trying to paper the neighborhood paper it on the exit <laughs> when they're coming like that's the thing that you're throwing in the suv window like throw, correct glue a sucker a sucker to it throw it in like let them have it then absolutely yeah yeah, so,
1: yeah connect with mom and dad let them see that uh and um That's great. Another great wisdom to Zach that you gave there is helping parents see the adult's that you trust, because that's going to be a big question for parents when they're dropping off their kid.
0: Expand that trust. Again, in the same way that you can only be relational yourself in the rooms you're in, the folks you trust can build trust in the rooms that you're not in, and that's actually how your ministry is going to grow.
1: One of the things that Zach and I talk about a lot that I think is really important, if you hear nothing else from this episode, for so many youth pastors, the reason that you've you're in this position, for so many of you all, you are relationally bent. Mm. For so many of your leaders, you like it. Yep. For so many <laughs> against your, all odds, you like it. Yeah. yeah. For so many of your leaders that are going to come in, they're answering a call to serve. They may or may not understand how to do relationship well with students, and so helping them be set up for success. Is one of your primary roles in the way that you train and equip your leaders, and so don't uh, don't take for an assumption that by throwing an adult leader into a room, they're going to know what to do. Train them well um, to build the ministry that you want to see happen. Aww, snap.
0: this episode of the youth ministry booster podcast we'd love to connect with you on the instagram or the facebook you can follow us at youth ministry booster send us your dms questions thoughts or suggestions for future episodes it's always good to hear from our friends and we love the ministry that you're doing and we're big fans of you and your ministry